Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Sadal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing amazing. I highlighted such a good book. It is called Power Versus Force. Now, this book really does explore the difference between what power is and what force is. Have you ever wondered what the difference was? I know it sounds very similar, but it can have such a huge impact on our lives. And this book, Power Versus Force by David R. Hawkins, he walks us through these amazing golden nuggets that can help us in our life. So let's investigate this idea of power versus force. So power comes from within. So according to Hawkins, true power is within us right? Well, force is something imposed from outside our life. So when someone forces you to do something, right, it doesn't feel so good. Whereas when you feel empowered, you have the power to do something, it feels better. So power is grounded in this quality of love and compassion and understanding. While force more relies on fear and aggression and control. You can see how the two makes a really big difference and kind of definitely affects us in different ways. And so that's what I love about his book is he really delves into this idea of power versus force. And so the idea too is that we can raise our level of consciousness. So Hawkins research suggests that As we raise our level of consciousness through personal growth, through spiritual practices, as we do this, we become more aligned with the power within us and we're less susceptible to force. We're less susceptible to fear, aggression, and control and controlling natures. So this idea is, is that we, if we become more aware and more conscious and we learn through personal growth and spiritual practices, that we can become more aligned with the power um, that is inside us. We're less susceptible to force. So that is one of the main key takeaways. Also, another key takeaway is that our thoughts and emotions, they all have energy. And Hawkins actually asserts that our thoughts and our emotions, they have energy that can actually be measured. And so he talks about this scale from a zero, from a scale from a zero to a thousand, where love, joy, and peace are at the top of the scale and shame, guilt, and fear at the bottom of the scale. And so he really does talk about how our thoughts, they all have energy. And so so love, joy, and peace, they have you know better energy or they have energy that's more on the top of the scale, whereas shame and guilt and fear, they have lower energy and they can be measured and they're lower on this scale. So that's powerful, right? So what he talks about is that the world needs more people that are operating at this higher level of consciousness, at this higher level in a place of love, joy, and peace. And that is is his message in his book and that the world really needs that. They need people to function at higher levels. We want to function at higher levels of consciousness and that the 
whole world would be a better place. So he does believe that a critical mass of people at, that function at these higher levels, they can transform societies, they can transform our world as a whole. And so right when I always say, like, when people are, you know, in those places of love and joy, that it feels contagious, it feels like, oh, my gosh, like you want to be around those people. And so he does talk about this idea that responsibility is the key. So Hawkins emphasizes that it's important for to take responsibility for what our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. We need to take responsibility so that we can function and operate at this higher level of consciousness. It's up to us. So the responsibility lies within us. We are responsible for our thoughts, for our feelings, for our emotions. And the more we do this, the more that we can feel empowered and the more less likely we're going to be controlled by external forces, that we are really going to feel power. So overall, basically power versus force, it provides us this framework to understand that the nature of power and how we can align ourselves better and so that we can live more fulfilling lives. And so he talks about in his book, some of the things, the various exercises and action items that he talks about in his book are to, all to help us lay, raise our level of consciousness and align ourselves with power instead of force. So some of the examples that he uses is self-reflection. So he really encourages us to reflect on our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, and take responsibility for them. And just by becoming more aware of ourselves, we can really make positive changes in our life. And in the field of positive psychology, that's all self-awareness and um, that kind of thing. So it's really focusing on becoming more aware of ourselves, our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and take responsibility for them. He also talks about the practice of gratitude, as we know, that's huge in the positive psychology world. And gratitude is a powerful emotion and that it has the power to raise the level of our consciousness. And so Hawkins does suggest that practicing gratitude can help make us have a higher level of consciousness and also have more feelings that feel good, that are in that higher vibration. And so that Basically, sometimes we can make a list of what we're grateful in the day or whatever it is for you. Practicing gratitude is huge. He also talks about mindfulness meditations. Hawkins recommends practicing mindfulness meditations because it brings about inner peace and more self-awareness and can help us move up in terms of our level of consciousness. So we can move into a place of power instead of force. And that does involve focusing our attention on the present moment and observing our thoughts and our emotions without judgment. Another thing he talks about is this practice of forgiveness. Now, this seems hard, but forgiveness actually is a powerful tool that he talks about that's powerful because it lets go of negative emotions. It allows us to move towards our power and away from those negative emotions such as fear. And so Hawkins does recommend that we practice forgiveness towards ourselves and others simply to release resentment and those lower energies um, such as anger so that we can function at a higher level of consciousness. So we can be in that vibration of, you know, just feeling good, right? Raising that level of consciousness that it's all about that energy and that this energy, this level of consciousness can actually be measured and we can increase that level of consciousness with these mindfulness tools, meditation, forgiveness, gratitude, self-reflection. 
He also talks about one of the amazing ways that we can raise our con- level of consciousness is by being of service to others. And I swear by this. That's why I created my book, Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction and the whole platform of the podcast, because that to me is being of service. I've turned my pain into purpose and now I'm helping others. And so this idea of being of service is a way of aligning ourselves with power, with raising our level of consciousness. And so Hawkins recommends finding ways that we can help others, you know, whether it's through volunteering or just simply offering kind words or gestures and things like that. So this book is basically designed to help us cultivate more awareness and to let go of negative emotions and align ourselves with our power. So, so, so powerful. So there is quite a bit of positive psychology within this book. And you know, I'm a, I love po- positive psychology and that's my postgraduate training. Um, in the book, he really does not explicitly draw on the field of positive psychology, uh, which is the scientific study of conditions and processes that can contribute to human flourishing and optimal functioning. But he does offer so many insights and practices that are really aligned with some of the key principles of positive psychology. You know, some things like cultivating positive emotions or developing resilience or finding purpose and meaning. He talks about that a lot. The book emphasizes this importance of cultivating those positive emotions such as love and compassion and gratitude, which are all emphasized in positive psychology, right? So it's critical components of well-being. So his book is so good in so many ways. I love that he taps into this idea that, you know, we're responsible for our thoughts, for our emotions, for our actions. Uh, He taps into the things of like, what are the key aspects that develop resilience? And those are positive coping strategies. And he draws on that as well. And he really does suggest, you know, finding meaning and purpose and that um, showing up in a fulfilling way that comes from a place of power instead of forcing ourselves or having that force imposed upon us. And that he suggests by aligning ourselves with power, we can actually find meaning and purpose in our lives. And we can make a huge positive impact, not just on ourselves, but our communities and the world at large. So Power Versus Force, such a good book. And it definitely helps us in so many ways in terms of personal growth and spiritual development. And it's consistent with so many of these principles and practice of positive psychology. And um, yeah, so I just, you know, one concept from this book uh, is the idea that our thoughts and emotions have measurable energy. I love this concept, right? And so the so measurable energy. So basically those, those emotions that feel really good, they rank higher and they're, they have higher energy. And so those emotions like love and joy and peace, they're on the highest end of that scale. And that energy, you know, energy frequency makes us feel really good. And in contrast, emotions such as shame and guilt and fear, they're on the lower end of the scale and their frequency of energy is low. And I just love that he brings this up and and kind of makes it so it's kind of tangible instead of meta out in the world, like out there and like, what, what's he talking about? So he does argue that our thoughts and emotions have direct impact on our level of consciousness. They have direct impact on how 
we are vibrating and what our energy frequency is. And so in turn, we really want to think about our thoughts and what's affecting us and, and cultivate more positive emotions so we can raise that energy and raise that level of vibration and consciousness. So we're better aligned. So as we raise that up, we have more power. As we decrease it down, we have to function from a place of force. And so I thought that was so interesting and, and so intriguing. Um, so I'm curious, you know, some questions you can ask yourself and you can think about is that, you know, how is this information going to help you? Like, um, think about a way of, by reflecting on, um, things in your life that, that are, that you, that bring down your energy and think about things that lift your energy up and that make you feel vibrationally high. And so I really do love this concept of really delving into mindfulness practice and, and focusing on being more mindful and aware of going through and know what I do is I go through my entire day sometimes and I kind of go through that was draining that was energizing that was draining that was energizing and it's amazing how just looking how certain things emotions can affect the vibration of our consciousness and affect us and and then and then looking at the things that we actually have control over and so one of the main eurekas that I had from this book is that Hawken he does talk about how our thoughts and emotions have direct impact on our level of consciousness and how we experience the life that we're in. So this idea of mapping our consciousness, what he does is he suggests that we assign different energy frequencies to different emotional states. And that, and what happens is, is that he kind of allows us to look at these emotions throughout our day and our, and our thoughts, what thoughts create those emotions or, you know, and kind of creating almost like a budget or kind of looking at your day from a, a, a different perspective and notice in your world what's happening as your thoughts come up, what happens to your energy, what feelings come up and kind of seeing where they are on the energetic, like, you know, is it, are they, are they increasing your vibration or are they decreasing? And so this information can totally be transformative, right? And it encourages us to take responsibility for our thoughts and for our emotions to really recognize them and, and know that they're powerful and that they can actually shape our experience and our perceptions of our world and, and how, how we're experiencing life. Are we showing up from a place of power? So cultivating positive thoughts and emotions, we can improve our lives. We can contribute in a really positive way to shift towards these upward spiral of higher levels of consciousness. And so that was a huge eureka for me in this book. I love it. I'm all about energy. I'm a little meta because I'm a yoga instructor as well. But at the same token, you know, life is all about energy. We're all energy inside our bodies. And so this was a really empowering perspective. And it helped me kind of develop a deeper sense of, you know, what what is draining, what is energizing, and what thoughts are contributing to that energization or draining. And just knowing that um, we have control over that. So that's about it. Um, those are the key concepts here in the book. Like our thoughts are emotions and they have a direct impact on our level of consciousness and our, our energy. And it determines how we experience our lives. And so when we become more mindful of those thoughts, those emotions, and we cultivate more positive ones, we can raise our level of consciousness. We can raise our energy and create more positive and fulfilling thoughts and feelings and spread it to the world. 
I do love this idea of mapping our consciousness, like assigning different energy frequencies to different emotional states and just kind of looking at it from a subjective point of view. It's like, huh, that emotion, you know, has this effect on me or that emotion. And just looking at patterns of consciousness and energy within your world. And then also, I love his suggestion about choosing to act from a place of power rather than force. So we can improve our relationships. We can improve our interactions with others and we can create more positive and harmonious world too. So the idea here is it's grounded in the power, the power aspect and power is grounded in love, compassion and understanding, right? And remember force is more from a place of fear and aggression and control. So Anyway, this book was so powerful. I love it. I love how there was, you know, some nuggets that overlapped into the world of positive psychology and just, you know, it just, it has so much insight and, and just, um, helped us in so many ways. So I hope that helped you. And so what are some ways in which that you can cultivate a greater sense of power instead of force? Like where in your life do you feel like you're, you're in a forceful place as opposed to a powerful place? And how can you use this information to help you to bring you into a more place of positivity and fulfillment for yourself and the people around you? So there's your food for thought. Thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this book summary and I will see you soon. If you like this podcast as like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreaseidel.com where I help people read, write, and publish books. I believe books change lives. So whose life will you touch with your book? If you've been thinking about writing a book or you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.